guys welcome back to with passion podcast i hope you're doing good wherever you are whether it's evening afternoon morning night i just hope you're safe and sound so welcome back to the podcast it has been a while the last guest was kate she's a college admissions um coach kind of thing and she is just amazing she gave amazing advices on how to write the essays and everything i hope you've checked that podcast episode out So today I have another amazing guest with me. Her name is Jenna and she is an entrepreneur, a creator and she talks about her health on Instagram and all social media platforms. She is currently the owner of a newsletter which is named Dressalu. Hi Jenna. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great as well. Thank you for asking. So before beginning to the podcast episode, I'm talking about various aspects of your life. Would you like to give us a small introduction and telling about who you are, why do you do what you do? Yeah, of course. Well, I'm an entrepreneur, so I do a lot of different things, which I think is pretty common these days. Um, but really the center of my passion is around health. and that manifests itself in a lot of ways so as you mentioned i share a lot about my own journey navigating different health challenges having chronic conditions and having a lot of food allergies i share a lot about that on social media mainly tiktok and instagram and i started that to use my platform to highlight the more optimistic side of living with health challenges as i saw a lot of people talk about the more negative side and focusing on you know that competition of who's sicker or the picture perfect health and wellness content but i try and balance it and i feel like my content's somewhere in the middle really aiming to reshape the health narrative and just showing how i'm able to still live a positive life even though i have these challenges i also work with health companies on the healthcare industry side um i do consulting focusing on creating strategies around branding and user experience uh, and really creating a equal experience and a good quality experience for all different stakeholders and i also talk a lot about how relationships and consumer behavior is evolving in healthcare specifically with gen z and then lastly as you mentioned i'm the founder of resolute which is an ecosystem dedicated to helping entrepreneurs prioritize their personal growth alongside their business growth so they can prevent burnout and become unstoppable oh that's amazing like i think you're probably multitasking at the moment and that's just them <laughs> yeah so um let's start with how did your social media begin like when did you decide that you wanted to talk about your health on a platform which is basically we have billions of people just surfing through these websites and mostly every person has their own opinion and judgment of that so how did it all begin and where did you knew that you wanted to do this and you wanted to start your social media journey i actually only started this past december so it's been less than a year and as i mentioned i've worked a lot on in the healthcare industry working with different healthcare companies working at hospital systems and i got to see that side and the sort of inner workings of the system and that is a huge part of my passion and that's what I want to do in the future that's what I'm aiming to do with my work 
And as a patient and a consumer of healthcare, I had a lot of experiences, you know, as somebody who has a lot of health issues, I had to see a lot of doctors and I was very immersed in that and I learned a lot. And I think that my experience working within the system helped me understand some of it better and helped me get the right diagnoses and get the answers and the help that I needed. And I don't think that knowledge is widely known and I think that that often prevents people from getting the help that they need and I wanted to share some of my experience to hopefully help people maybe inspire them I also feel like I have a very positive mindset and I was hoping to help spread that to other people and show them that just because you have these issues and just because they affect your everyday life doesn't mean that it has to take over everything and it doesn't mean that you can't still live a positive life I really second that because having a positive approach to everything is kind of difficult to develop in a human because like I believe that a human brain tends to look at the negatives of a story mm-hmm. but when you look at positives of the story it's much easier to keep going like even with all the challenges and everything if you just find one reason to keep going that's going to pull you back and make you come back stronger So yeah. like you mentioned that you've been healthcare industry for long. So what's the one thing that you would like to change in the industry that you think can be better or improved? So healthcare is extremely siloed, so everything is disconnected whether that's the different uh health systems and data and the way that data is shared or even just, you know, a company say is going to make up a, a product and this product the end goal is to help patients but the doctors and the providers they also have to be a part of the use of that product and oftentimes they'll make it a really great experience and they'll really focus on optimizing that experience of use of the product for the patients but then they don't optimize it for the providers and so it doesn't get used to its full potential because providers already have so much work that you can't just give them another product and expect them to use it when it's not optimized for them. So one of the things that I hope to do with my work is look at every stakeholder that comes in contact with with a product with a company and think about what's the balance and how can we really optimize this experience for everybody and how can we make it a good experience and how can we make it a unique experience that really aligns with that company? Like I said, I focus a lot on branding and that's where the strategy comes from. And so every company has a unique brand story and they have their own values and especially in healthcare that's really important. We all want to connect with companies that we feel supported by, we feel seen by and we want to support companies that have values and causes that we believe in and really making that evident through the product and the experience is really important. Oh, I completely first of all that's a very deep thought like very deep thought. So I really appreciate you sharing that mm-hmm. because I do believe that people or even consumers for that matter they tend to go to a place where 
they're seen or whether appreciated for even showing support so that thing really counts and it's great that owners entrepreneurs and business know that and they're trying to change that so you basically a person who's talking about healthcare on instagram and tiktok is now an entrepreneur too so how did that shift from the healthcare industry to the entrepreneur happen i actually think it was in some ways the opposite i've always known i wanted to be an entrepreneur and i've always had that entrepreneurial mindset and i've always been interested in design and i've also had that scientific problem solving mindset but when i was younger i actually wanted to be a fashion designer and i honestly thought that was what i was going to do i said i was going to go to fashion school i wanted to start a fashion company but as i got older and you know in middle and high school started to take biology chemistry i started to have more of an interest in in health sciences and specifically medicine but i knew i didn't want to be a doctor and it wasn't until i was in 10th grade so around what what is that like eight, when i was like 16 that i got the opportunity to work at a hospital system at their healthcare accelerator so i got to work with 10 different uh health startups and i just after my first day i realized like this is what i want to do for the rest of my life i want to help different companies in healthcare and improve the health system and healthcare but from the innovation side and from that entrepreneurial side this is totally wild but when you said that i definitely did not want to be a doctor that just clicked to me of a network show i watched a while ago it's alexa and kitty and the like mother of alexa says to alexa that it is amazing to not uh, to know what you don't want to do with your life or with a career or uh, anything because choosing the wrong option would might lead to a disastrous side and i just yeah. love when people you know like at the age of 16 you can't expect a teen to just know what they want to do mm-hmm. for the rest of for 50 or 60 years of their life like we need to figure out things we need to just know what our heart and passion lies in but not knowing what you want to do is just awesome because you know which career path is like clicking to your mind or seems like it is suiting you or it feels that that might be it so that's yeah just- well i'm sorry go ahead that's perfect okay so what like what next is in your entrepreneur journey what projects are you looking on or are you planning to expand or something like that yeah honestly uh like you said you know it's, it's a lot more powerful to know what you don't want to do than what you want to do because i think knowing what you want to do especially when you're looking out into the future is very hard and i've also over this past year so much has changed in my life that i've realized that things can happen that you never expected and it could lead you on a path that's amazing and brings such incredible opportunities i never thought i would be sharing anything about myself publicly on social media if you would have asked me a year ago and so honestly at this point i'm really letting whatever happens happen i'm very open to different opportunities and i'm seeing what feels right i'm trying new things i'm trying different things and letting it guide me and it's more about thinking about trying things and if i don't like it labeling that as some as something that i know i don't want to do and having that shape where i'm going by kind of narrowing the options but with that being said right now 
I'm, as I said, I started Resolute, which is this community. It's starting with just a newsletter called Creatures of Habit, which every Sunday I send out a one science-backed habit to build a health-based foundation for success. So it's starting as that, and I'm gonna see what it grows into in the future. Um, and then with the consulting, again, strategies uh, focusing on branding and user experience. And I also hope to get the opportunity to, to do more speaking, specifically to health companies and leaders in healthcare, and bringing some of that insight that I have from having experience not only as a patient and a consumer, but also working uh, in the industry and working with healthcare companies and particularly talking about Gen Z and Gen Z's relationship with healthcare and how social media has affected that, because I think that's something that a lot of healthcare companies can tap into. Oh, that's just amazing like I love that you've planned the next year for your company and you want to know and like you already know what goals you want to work on and what new you're looking forward to that's just very exciting and I just wanted to know that did you ever regret putting out like putting your whole story and putting yourself out there on social media and on the second thought life is very unpredictable and like I always tell this to people I talk to like you know just go with life's flow it will take to take you to unexpected places make you meet unexpected people at the most unexpected times so just go with the flow and you'll find yourself surprised Mhm I definitely agree and I think there have been moments where I've doubted what I'm doing and I think that's perfectly normal and after acknowledging that and think giving myself time to think about that and not just pushing it aside because it's valid to feel that way i've realized that everything i've done has been t- intentional and i don't regret things that i do because i do things intentionally and i know that everything happens for a reason and i know that maybe maybe in the future i'll stop posting on social media i don't know but for now i'm happy with what i'm doing and i know that i'm making an impact and i know that I'm that it's contributing to something even if it's just contributing to learning for myself. I think that every thing that I've done and everything that you do is a step towards where you're going and I think even if it's something that I don't continue it's still just as important. Did you ever let people's opinion on social media let your next move decide like if someone left a bad comment or a negative aspect on a comment section or dm did you let that be a reason for you to post different content or for you to take a rotational shift or for you to second out your opinion because i've heard that external validation as humans we kind of tend to look for it and by the way i love how content you are with what you do and why you do it thank you yeah i think that's a good question because i i'd say yes and no so for the most part i post what i want to post and i post the content that i like making but i also want to have like i said i want to make an impact so i do take people's feedback the positive and negative feedback into account when i'm doing that because i want to be able to help people for example there was one point where i was posting some of that more wellness content it's very aesthetic but i realized that that doesn't contribute 
too much that's it felt like i was putting something out into this vast sea of social media like a black hole i'm just putting it out there and i felt like it didn't really help people it's it's not showing the full picture it's showing them this aesthetic clips of what isn't even my life um but i still do incorporate that because i like making that kind of content sometimes it's fun to do that but i also want to show people the real aspects of of my life and my health and also looking at what people respond well to what are people engaged with again like when i post for example on linkedin i post again more content the people that my audience on linkedin is more industry professionals healthcare leaders so the kind of content i post on there is more related to branding and how the healthcare industry is changing and i i look at the response because i want to provide value to people and so when a piece of content does well and it's clear that people are getting value from that that's a signal to me to that that kind of content is what people are looking for but i don't take it as a black and white like just because something does well or doesn't do well doesn't mean it's good or bad but the response is just a small signal that can contribute to guiding you you know the hardest part of our life when you're like showing your whole life on instagram the hardest part would be to keep it real because mm-hmm. like 90% of the people who are content creators influencers at anyone on instagram they do not keep it real like the life they have shown on their social media is nowhere near to the com- near to compare to the life they're living there's a huge and vast difference like that's the reason why people say that social media it's just fake it's just a perception towards reality it's not the reality you don't mm-hmm. know what's going behind the scenes and people who keep it real they are the most genuine people you'll meet because they are not afraid to show you the darkest parts of themselves or even just show the vulnerable sides of their life i just yeah. remember that i was posting i posted a reel like 3 to 4 hours back right now and that was me and my like my personal account is all about poetry because i love writing so i posted that meme and then after 5 seconds i just realized that that person who who is posting that meme is not me that's my another mind which is saying that you need more followers or you need more views so post the content that people will like mm-hmm. then when my real mind of mind which thinks more clearly is activated i realize that that's not me and within few seconds the reel was deleted because i want to show who i am not what yeah. that gaining followers or having more likes mindset that's going in my mind like it's good to segregate your content it's good to give people what they want to know it's good to impact them but impact them in a limit where you're not changing yourselves for them like yeah. if that made any sense or something no it makes 100% sense i also think that is something that i thought about is where and i do think there is a balance of strategy and being real because to be honest and i think most people do this especially on tiktok you have that first 3 seconds to capture someone's attention so i do use a bit of strategy in that sense to kind of capture people's attention and get them watching but then keeping it real and also knowing that 
I don't have to share everything and I think that's important for anybody who's a content creator knowing that you don't owe anybody any answers you don't owe anybody any information and for me I don't that means that I don't have to res- even though I do respond to 99% of the comments I don't have to respond to everybody if there's a question that I don't want to answer I don't even need to say I don't want to answer this I just don't have to respond um and I think it's important to remember that these people online like you don't owe them anything it's not the same as like your best friend asking you a question yes perfectly that's just that's just another piece of advice i think people need to hear more often because we as people who have been scrolling instagram for past one hour just watching reels we tend to forget that so my next question would be that you've now been in both like an entrepreneur industry in the business industry and in the health industry so do you think that you have an extra benefit or like you can think much more creatively now that you know which business problems can be combined with the healthcare and how you could use them to create a very creative and unique product yeah i think for me maybe this doesn't directly answer the question but the the kind of thought that i had when you asked it was i have so many people come to me and say oh you've done so many different things like you know exactly what you want to do like that's so amazing i can't figure out what i want to do and i think that they don't realize that to get to this point I've done so many different things. Like I said I wanted to be a fashion designer at one point and then I wanted but I wanted to go into lab research and like look at cells under a microscope. And I think people are so afraid to start and try anything that they never start and they never discover, but I think the best way to discover more about yourself and the best way to figure out where you want to go is just by starting and trying things. And like we mentioned previously, try something and if you don't like it it gives you direction you know that's not what i want to do because it's much harder to say this is exactly what i want to do instead of trying new things and saying well i'm going to eliminate that option now sometimes people are too quick to judge like you know on the basis of one reel or one post or one story you can mm-hmm. we think that we can tell someone's whole life story what they've done their whole life but we are just clueless and I think sometimes like we need to pull back and we need to know the other person's story to then comment on this. First of all, it's just not our opinion to comment on someone's story like you cannot do that. They have their own journey, you have your own journey, celebrate it. Grass will always look greener on the other side. Just don't look at it. Simple. Exactly. And I I remember some, I saw a quote one time that was like um it was like if you If you spend time watering your own grass, then you won't have to look at anybody else's. Yes, like that's just it. Do that. I know it's very hard to do that, but start it. Like do it step by step and it wouldn't seem that hard that it looks like. So, mm-hmm. now that we're talking about comparison, do you want to like if, even if you did, like was there a time in your life where you started comparing yourself with other people because as you mentioned that you have allergies. So, like maybe there were times where you compared yourself with a healthy person and you were like why did this happen to me because sometimes we develop a victim mindset and that's kind of harsh and it just affects us more and more yeah i've definitely compared myself in a lot of ways and you know imposter syndrome is definitely a 
thing that has affected me. I think with my health, I actually haven't done that a lot just because I am very secure in, in myself in that way. I know that if whether somebody has no health issues or their issues are worse than me, that that doesn't make my struggle any more or less difficult. Like if sometimes people comment on my videos and say, oh, I only have one allergy. Like I thought, I thought I had it bad, but you definitely have it worse. And I'm like, you can't compare that because in the end, you, you're the only life that you have to experience is your own. And so, and the, the feeling of struggle is a personal thing. Like you don't feel struggle for somebody else's life. You feel it for your own life. So it actually doesn't matter what anybody else is facing. But when it comes to work, whether that's as a content creator on social media or as an entrepreneur in general, I have compared myself, especially because constantly seeing people who are extremely successful online and it can be hard when you compare yourself, but you have to remember that there's so many people that are in the same exact position as you and the reason that you don't feel that is because online, take social media, the algorithm makes it so that you're seeing people who are really successful. And you're not seeing the other people like you that are maybe just starting out or maybe aren't as successful yet. And so you have to take a step back and think about yourself in the grand scheme of things instead of comparing yourself to this very small group of people that are successful this is just so 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 true because instagram algorithm it changes every month like yeah. every month it's just something super annoying that they'll bring out and that just makes it much more harder to reach to your target audience because we're doing to make it an impact like instagram in the previous years was amazing it was meant out to send a message it was meant for people and now it's just like paid or something like that paid campaigns will be going on the more uh, shares you have on your story the higher your reaches like no like if you're putting out a message just show it to some people even if that's in the same niche like for tracking the same people as you we put our location we put the seo words in the captions but i don't know what's wrong with instagram why it can't take hints that people are not liking this new version like it's just annoying and just so disappointing at the moment like just don't do it man don't do it don't make it that's so bad that's why i've focused more on my own channels and my own things outside of social media like working with health companies i get to sit with them one-on-one and i get to you know really talk to them or opportunities of like speaking you know i'm being put into a room with people who are there to listen whether that's to me or to somebody else or to a group of people and that's real life human interaction that's real relationships with people not like what's the word not fabricated ones on social media that's really just that's really very honest because at this point i just don't believe in instagram it's just like a very predictable unpredictable kind of thing for me right now yeah so um okay so let's do some advices kind of thing right now so tell me one thing like if someone is trying to enter into the healthcare industry um maybe as working with brands or companies like you do so what would you recommend to them or what advice would you give them if they're just starting out and they're trying to network build contacts or even do cold emailing for that fact 
Yeah, so I'd say that there are two ways that you enter that space from a passion standpoint. One is what was kind of more like what I did, which was I knew I wanted to do healthcare and it was just about finding what work exactly I wanted to do. Whereas other people know they want to, I don't know, do graphic design and then they specifically then go to healthcare. So if you are interested in healthcare, first and foremost, I'd recommend getting experience any way you can in healthcare. Maybe find a health company that does something that you find interesting or that you're passionate about and work with them and learn more. The healthcare industry is so complex and it's so complicated and there isn't just a way to, trust me, I've tried Googling like understanding the healthcare industry. It's really just about experience, talking to people, connecting with people on LinkedIn and also I'll give you my LinkedIn link you can include it in the description for the podcast yep, episode yep. anybody if anybody wants to reach out to me on LinkedIn please do um yeah I found a lot of great resources for learning more about the healthcare industry and learning more about the different ways you can be a part of it Yes, of course, I'll mention your LinkedIn and your Instagram handle for anyone who is interested to talk to Jenna more or like you've been seeing her content or anything like just follow her and you could just always send a DM or an email. And okay, my last question for the day would be like now to the young entrepreneurs who are just getting out of like the uni or the college and they're trying to maybe start their own startup, side hustle or even newsletters. So what's that one thing that would be your golden piece of advice for them? Just start. Even if you aren't 100% sure that it's what you want to do and that you know you might pivot, just start. Because it's fine if you pivot. It's fine if you change. And that analysis paralysis, if you want to call it that, will stop you. And if you wait to start until it's perfect, you'll never start because there's never a perfect time. I love what you ended this with because I have just like that does not even there's never perfect timing that's yeah. a full stop put all the exclamation marks over there that's just it nothing perfect is in this world like it's all just created by us humans and just there's nothing perfect like go with the flow try new things and get out of your comfort zone as much as you can so do you have any last words before you go Hmm. Last words. I think just believe in yourself and go with what you're passionate with at this moment. Whatever your passion is right now, just do something with that. Doesn't matter if it's going to change. Doesn't matter if you know it's going to change. Doesn't matter if you tell everybody that this is your passion and then tomorrow it changes. Just do whatever you're confident with right now because growth happens in the present, not the future. So many people focus on the future, but growth happens in the present. Growth happens right now. We've been vouching about the word passion for like ages now and Jenna has just joined the team, guys. So you have to, you just have to know what your passion is. You have to try new things because that's only you'll get to know what you want to do and what you don't want to do. So thank you into this podcast episode thank you so much jenna for sharing your story and just giving us a bundle of advice on this episode take care guys i'll meet you guys in the next podcast episode until then 
take care of your heart and just stay safe